0: Oh, sure. is am today. Icon, Granny Hofstra, and Big Swing. family commercials there because i hit it the first time and obviously icon who has uh some access to uh the board tonight as well uh played it again so heart family and sharpshooterfunny.com we we thank you double tonight um so again guys this is mostly going to be an icon and granny show i'm here doing triple duty i've been talking football all day long obviously the biggest game of the year was last night uh unfortunately didn't go the way that granny would have liked but uh was still a pretty entertaining game, uh, nonetheless. Um, but, yeah, guys, so I, I'm here. I barely have a voice. I've been talking football all day long. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Icon, uh, do your thing. Let us know who we got coming on, and uh, I'll be popping in and out when I can. But first, uh, let me ask uh, a, a little something-something here and, uh, and say, Randy, um give us the skinny here. Uh, you mentioned off the air that you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to end up needing surgery on that foot?
1: Well, that's what Okay, that's
0: that what was Icon saying. we're going to board. That wasn't Yeah, me.
1: I know. That, that's what they're saying. They're saying that he's probably going to have to have surgery on his toe or something is what I've been reading. Um, Oh, boy. You know, um, that third quarter, you know, when they took him out of the game of the third quarter against Buffalo, you know, when they thought he had the concussion, you know, and it was uh, something with his neck. I mean, I don't think – I mean, he even – you know, Patrick Mahomes is a very humble guy. I mean, he's 25 years old. He's engaged, getting ready to have a new baby. I mean, you know, back-to-back Super Bowls. I mean, Kansas City has nothing to be ashamed of. They had a great season. But you know, we have a lot of things stacked against us. I mean, some of our starting offensive line guys were out due to injury. You know, Fisher was out. That was a big that was a big loss right there. You know, and I'm sure you know. Everybody knows the situation with Andy Reid's son. You know that I'm sure yes. that played weight pretty heavy. You know on on the team as well, and, and Andy Reid himself. You know, but well, and, mean, well, like I said
0: this morning on my show, though, like Brady won back in that Super Bowl in an '03 and '04. It took him another ten years to win another one. Um, and you know it's very difficult in this league to to go to the Super Bowl, especially to go to back to back Super Bowls. They're going to have Patrick Mahomes for the old is he twenty five years old? They'll probably have him for they, another. Well, they've ten, got
1: well they've got Patrick Mahomes for ten years. Kansas City has yeah, Patrick so, Mahomes
0: so for ten years. Ten so ten years, the way quarterbacks I are mean, playing he, nowadays,
1: you they'll know, have him for another he, fifteen. I mean, and so too, I
0: think he will be back in the Super Bowl and he will win another one. I think you know, in his third season or whatever this is, to have already won one and be in two uh, is, is a milestone. is very good for him. And, and I think the future is well, very bright up in Kansas City. and this
1: City. was the first game that he's ever played, that he's ever been a part of, where he has not scored a touchdown. I mean, you know, not that they didn't try, but, I mean, just, there was a lot of things. You know, and I'm not a sore loser. And, I mean, and, like, I have told this to – Friends and many times before I've even posted on Facebook, win or lose, I will always support my Chiefs. I mean, no matter what. I mean, I'm not one of these little bandwagon fans like, oh, well, they didn't win, so I'm going to just quit liking them. I'm just going to totally start hating them. I'm not that way. I've never been that way. I mean, I love my Chiefs, win or lose. I will always love my peace and that's just the bottom line. That's the way it is. I I
0: mean, that's kind of part of being a fan. I mean, I mean, listen, I have the Cowboys super, the last Cowboys Super uh, on VHS tape. Okay. I mean, 1996, actually the 1995 season, 96 was the year. Uh, and, and yeah, and I'm still, I I still get stomach aches every time they lose. So yes, I understand what, uh, what loving a team, um, is like. So, um, you know, appreciate that. Appreciate your fandom, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll uh, all three of our teams will be good next year, and we we'll can be having some more football discussions. But uh, Icon, go ahead and uh, tell us um, who you got coming. Wait, what was that, Granny? Before Icon starts?
1: No, it's kind of like I posted a picture. I said, win or lose, I will always support and love the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's it's got a little old man holding an umbrella over Patrick Mahomes. This is a true fan still cares about the team even when we lose. I mean, that's oh, nice. me. I mean, I, will, you know, like I said, I will always care about my shoes.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, beautiful. you know,
1: th- you know, think about this
2: though, guys. Tampa Bay is starting to become Winterville Bill in sports. I mean, the Tampa Bay Lightning and hockey. Uh, and the
0: Rays the, went uh, to the World Series. They almost had the. They almost had the threepeat if, if the Rays would have held on against the Dodgers. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, and then, uh, you know, now the Buccaneers. I mean, it's it's awesome. You know, and. uh I want to give a shout-out to one of our former guests, uh, uh, Jenny Ani. Uh, she's, uh, she lives in Tampa Bay, and, uh, nice. uh, you know, she listens to the show. You know, she's been on, and she's been listening ever since. So I want to send out a shout-out to her. And
3: uh, Nice. Uh,
2: anyway, so uh, tonight uh, we have an interesting uh, scenario going on here. We are being overrun by a wrestling, um, uh, a wrestling company. Um, which is interesting in itself um for those of you who don't know I've been uh, working on this for uh a while uh we want to start sponsoring um uh different uh independent wrestling federations you know, they inv- you know invite them on and they you know they uh you know promote on our show and uh, we're going to have uh, the uh champions and the owner of BEW wrestling uh first off it'll be uh Claude Cushion uh, and then Mitch Clark, and then Vince Austin. So uh, we have a we have one federation on with us tonight, and uh, it's going to be awesome. And uh, uh, for those of uh, you know uh, who have been uh, uh, following our Facebook page, uh, you know uh, Friday is when it gets updated, just so everybody knows, so you'll know who the guests will be on uh, the the coming Monday. Uh, and, uh, we're going to start doing contests now. Uh, and I'll announce that uh, a couple times during the show, but, uh, from when the show ends to when the next show begins, uh, the contest will begin. Uh, I'll select a, uh, a winner or two or three, uh, whoever likes our page that's listening brand new right now, who goes and likes our page will be eligible to win the prize or prizes that the icon is going to give away. So we're going to be doing that throughout the rest of the year. And, um, we kind of touched on this last night or last week, but it's now official. We are now booked all the way through 2021 and halfway through 2022. So, um, yeah, so we got a lot of good stuff coming on.
1: We ain't going nowhere, people. So, <laughs> we're here for uh,
2: Yeah, this year we're also going to be having a lot of uh, uh, children of wrestling legends on with us this year. So we're going to call it the the Children of Legends series. So uh, be looking forward to that. It's going to be great. Huh. And I'll take uh I'll take the credit for getting all the guests because that's what I do. Other than that. And I, I also real quick here, uh, you know, you guys were talking about the Super Bowl. Um uh, I wanna give a shout out to uh North Dakota State's own Joe Hag. Uh he almost made uh the great touchdown catch in the Super Bowl last night. Uh he had in his hands and then he punched it out It's like it was like right there in his hands, you know, and of course they would score on the next play, but uh shout out to Joe Hague man, for making uh North Dakota State proud in being on television uh during the Super Bowl, which is awesome. And he's another former NDSU Bison to now have a Super Bowl ring. So um there you go. So that's uh that's my uh that's my spiel. Um uh, and uh you know, granny, I was gonna let you know that uh and I, I know you commented on the pictures uh this is off topic, I know, but uh you know uh you, you've seen pictures of my kids uh I call them my kids because we can't have regular kids, but uh we have uh you know we have uh little midget, she's a little kitty, and then we have Homer, uh, granny's favorite, and uh yep, that's why you know, granny, we keep telling the uh, Homer that uh He's going to be coming down for the wedding. Hopefully, you can make it because... Well, hopefully, I can you.
1: make it. Hopefully, I can, well, make, it. So, hopefully I can you, make it. Hopefully, I can make it, Homer. Gonna,
2: you'll, you'll get... You can have Homer for a whole day. We'll, we'll give you a Homer for a whole day. If he wants oh, to spend that would time be wonderful.
1: That would be wonderful.
2: So. Oh.
1: And, uh,
2: yeah, so... Uh, Real quick here, our guess is are going to be calling in in about three minutes. Um, I'm going to touch on this just for a little bit. Uh, you know, for those uh, people that have been watching uh, WWE lately, um, you know, um, I don't know if anybody feels the same way I do. I think most people do. That um, they have been falling way short of expectation, expectations of what they should be doing. So, I... <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I'm just dis- disenchanted. I record it, and then I spend most of the time fast forwarding it, so it's it's terrible. I don't know. Granted, you feel the same way, but it's just ridiculous.
1: Well, I just I don't watch a lot of WWE anymore. I just, um, you know, I don't know. I I watch it occasionally. I'll watch it for a little bit, and if I get tired of it, I'll turn the channel. You know, but I mean. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just some of the storylines are just kind of weird, <laughs> you know, kind of strange. All right. So. All right. Well, looks I like, mean, uh, I just rather like I just enjoy going to the independent shows when I can go to the independent shows like I do and get to interact with the wrestlers and watch it live. So, you know, it's, everything's good. It's all good.
2: Man, I think our I think our uh, I think our first guest is on, so uh, we'll go ahead and bring him on here. I just want to Do make your sure thing, this icon. Is our, I, Well, I just want to make sure that this is our guest and it's not the uh, the plumber. Um, <laughs> the so, plumber uh, is the plumber guy? the toilet flushing yeah. person? <laughs> well, well, let's see here. Well, let's just bring it on and see what happens.
1: Click on for me. Okay. <clears throat> it's not. It's not let. It's not letting me click it on. Oh, it's okay. not letting you click on. That's not a good thing.
2: Well, we'll see here. Hold on a second. I just had to reset. See if this works. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, he is Mr. B.E.W. himself. He is the reason why all. Wrestling promoters bow down at his feet because he knows how to run wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Claude Kissan.
3: Hey, this is Claude Kusan. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with the host, Day High the Big Swing and Griny Ulster. How are you doing, folks? Good. Good. How are you? Hey, how are you?
2: Now, uh, so, before we
3: get into the interview, uh,
2: and I do apologize for uh, mispronouncing your name. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's a normal thing with me. But uh, uh, before we get into this and then we uh, interview you, it's a uh, rumor that uh, you're going to have some of your boys on with
3: us tonight. Is that? Yes, that's correct. Mitch Stangers Zone Dan- Dan- Clark and... The viking Lord ben Hoston that's awesome so uh
2: here's what we'll do here uh we have uh claude uh we have uh Claude here with us the man, the myth the uh owner of b e w If you want to give us a little quick background about yourself and then we'll uh then we'll interview you and then we'll have some fun
3: well okay, yeah, I've been around wrestling for over team, close to two to five years. I was in wrestling, and I, was, I became a wrestler also. And I just followed I was in the states for a while. I did uh, I worked with uh, Ron Simmons and some of these guys for a while. Um, I did Tennessee a little bit. Uh, I did um, Australia. I did some in England, Quebec. So, and uh, this past year, I decided to start. Um, a wrestling promotion because a couple shut down over here when I'm out in Canada, in Saskatchewan, so I decided to open one up.
2: And uh, you have the, uh, you do have the best handlebar mustache in the whole damn business, I will say that.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's right, uh, yeah, that's right, I got one of those. Yeah, everybody calls me to Oxford for some reason, but you know, so. Well, uh, I let actually, her grow. You, look, you
2: look actually you look better than the Hulk, uh, the hulkster because you don't have to wear a do rag to cover out your great hairdo like he does.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we probably just got uh, about the same amount of hair, but you know, if <laughs> if he says yes, yeah.
2: And then uh, just so yeah. uh, just so uh, I don't keep mispronouncing, uh, uh, could you give me the correct pronunciation of your last name again? Kusan. Kusan, There you go. Uh, Kusan, and, yeah. Uh, that's Yeah. Uh, that's obviously that's obviously a cool Canadian name. So now, when you um, when you uh, decided to start this promotion, um, did you uh, have a lot of wrestlers in mind that you were going to bring in, or did they come to you, uh, or were they part of the factions that uh, closed down? How did that come about?
3: Oh, well, how did it come about? I started, and I had a couple guys that uh, they 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 involved with me and. And they knew a few guys and, uh, you know, a couple of guys from motors in Alberta. And so I went to have a meeting with them and, and see if I was allowed to talk to the guys that's there, you know, because I'm just starting. I don't want to step on anybody's toes, you know, and be a jackass, like everybody says. But uh, so that's how it started. I talked to them and everybody agrees and and went from there. And, so in Saskatchewan, but obviously we got shut down in March, and I had a TV deal, and for my first show in May, but obviously it didn't happen. So it still didn't happen. So I went in Alberta, in Red Dead, Alberta. I did a show in October, and by, but my next show got canceled because Alberta shut down too. So now I'm winning. Uh Cloud
2: is our guest here. We got about uh, twenty seven minutes uh before his uh first champion uh comes on. Uh so now you know you mentioned you did you, you know, you mentioned you didn't want to be the uh the a hole in the whole situation. So basically you're uh you're about as far from being triple H as they, they come, correct? That's right. I'm far.
3: But you know for now, anyways. Well now, how huh? on I'm just being Mr. Nice Guy for now and until I get uh, all the guys and everybody to see how they operate and everything. So far, my first show, like Mitch Clark and Vince and some of the other guys like Koda and some of the big names around here, and they like the way I operate it. So my first show, so they stay with me. I, you know, I put everybody, I put the titles on every one of them, and go from there. <laughs>
2: and uh, how many uh, how many wrestlers uh, do you currently have uh, in your organization so far i got 25
3: 25 and 25.
2: uh how many different uh how many different titles uh do you got do you guys have
3: i have the national heavyweight i have the tag team i have the white division like the white division that is similar to the like the x division and stuff like that i just put y division and i have the the women's champion and uh, who is Man.
2: the uh, women's champion? And hopefully you can get her on with us because the icon loves women's wrestlers, especially when they kick his ass. You know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, her name is Sam. The sexy Sam. Yeah, like you know what? She just couldn't make it today. That's why she's. Uh, I didn't get the name. And I also have the the the. The six man tag team titles. I didn't give that a week yet. We're just waiting to get everything set up and then I will have the six man title also. I have the titles made already, so
2: so uh, well here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a little route ra- we're gonna do a little round table here. Uh, we're going to bring on uh, Granny. We have uh, Cog Tushin as our guest here, and we have uh, 25 minutes before his champ shows up. As a matter of fact, his champ might even be uh, on with us. Uh, He may be calling in early, but uh, go ahead, Granny. What do you got for our guest? Go ahead.
1: Well, hello. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a big fan of the sport. I thought it was kind of interesting you mentioned working with Ron Simmons. Now, my husband and I – I think it was in 2019, we had the opportunity to get to meet Ron Simmons and Tony Atlas at an autograph session, and -hmm. that was pretty awesome for me because Ron told me, he says, Granny, he says, i got to tell you, he says, you're that true fan that we so miss that we don't see anymore like we used to see back in the day, and I considered that a very humbling compliment. What was it like to get to work with Ron Simmons, I mean, for you, I mean –
3: Oh yeah, and I worked uh, just a one match with him, uh, but it was great. I mean, the guy called me quite a bit. Obviously, Ron. Like to me, when I was when I first started <clears throat> wrestling, it was just a part time gig. It was not a, like it was never a full time for me. Eh, that was just something mm-hmm. part time that I wanted to do. So whenever they called me, I'm the guy who gets beat up all the time. But I mean, I worked with Ron and. Obviously, I got my, you know what, whooped, but I mean, you know, that was, uh, it was great to work with, and and when was it, last year, or the year before, he came to Saskatoon, and he recognized me, so we had a nice chat after a while, you know, like, after so many years, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but we had a nice chat. but I was, like, know, it was nice, like, with him, like, Jake came here, even though, I, like, I know Jake quite a bit, too, and... You know, I know a lot of guys that come here that uh, they know me well, so it's so funny. So, I didn't realize you'd been in a, in a small city like Saskatoon. I said, like, well, I'm here, you know. So, yeah, it's a nice chat with these guys. That's
1: awesome. Uh, that's awesome. We have a, we have a caller
3: uh, on with us here that's on hold.
2: Um Oh wait, that's a big swing. Don't worry about it. No, sorry, that's a big swing. Don't worry about it. Uh, so uh, uh sorry, do you mean to interrupt, uh, interrupt your Granny? Go ahead. What was your next question?
1: Oh well, um, what was your most favorite? Do you enjoy? Did you enjoy wrestling more, or just being the owner of a company more? Oh, oh no, I did enjoy uh,
3: wrestling. Like I just enjoy. I did enjoy it, Granny. It's not like I didn't enjoy it, but it's just. That was not a full-time thing for me. You know, it was just Mm -hmm. something that I wanted to try because uh, my grandpa was a big fan of wrestling, my dad. And, you know, I even surprised my dad in a wrestling match in in a small town when I was raised. He didn't realize that was me in a match because I wore a mask. So we didn't think that Mm -hmm. was me. So that was a big surprise for the family to know that was me wrestling. You know, so that was fun. Uh, but no I I I, no, I enjoy to be the promoter now. No, everybody really enjoys to be the promoter now.
1: Well one thing you you, you to know, one thing you need to know about Granny is I don't like the heels and I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to.
3: Oh boy, and the we could have some good smack now. <laughs> <laughs> I am a heel, so you know.
1: Are you a heel? Oh, like, oh yeah. you know, that makes it we'll say I had one of my wrestling buddies, he was being the heel that night, and this was probably about four years ago. So I'm 58 now, so I was probably about 54 then. And he gets in my face, he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I grab my keys out of my purse, and I throw my fist up in his face, and I've got my keys inside my fist. I said, Baby, I don't need no curfew. Icon, just so you know, we do have the the 912 number on. I got keys to the building yeah, and he ran it. off. Scre- he ran off screaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, well, Granny, see.
3: it's funny because we're the same age. I'm gonna be one year older in uh, in five days.
1: Oh well, ha- happy uh, birthday! I'll be fifty. 50- I'll be fifty-nine yeah. in August. So. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, there you go. So well, you're not like, granny yet. Yeah, come on, you're not even sixty. Come on. Jesus Christ, well, that was just simple, a gimmick you know? name
1: that, that somebody gave me 20-plus years ago because I love wrestling. Oh, I, I, uh, You say
3: you love wrestling, but I heard you said you don't watch it all the time because you change the channel.
1: Uh, well, I'll no, I don't watch WWE much. Now, I used to watch it like old-school wrestling back in the day. I watched it all the time, but today's wrestling – I enjoy going to the independent shows more and watching the independent shows more than I do what WWE is putting out today.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, I, mean, I, well, still, well, I... I
1: still watch it, but I still watch it. But, you know, I just – some of the storylines just kind of bore me sometimes, you know. But I just I, – I would rather – I get more enjoyment going to the independent shows where I live at in Arkansas and going over to Oklahoma to watch wrestling shows, so – I've met a lot of yeah, wonderful um, people in this business, so. All
2: right, uh, Claude. We do have a we do have a caller on the line. It's not your champ. Uh, he'll be calling in a little way. But uh, would you uh, would you be one to take a couple calls from some fans? Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. All right. Well, let's hope this is an actual call. I'll be monitoring it. Um, yeah. Nine one two. Go ahead. What's your question? Oh, uh,
1: Granny, you gotta shut up. You talk too much. Here's what I think of you, Granny. Oh, please. Okay, toilet flush man. You just pissed Granny off big time tonight, buddy. I don't know who you are, but you're not worth the time of my day.
3: Uh, I guess the other question for Granny,
2: not for me. We have a uh well no claude that's uh we have a we have a guy that uh uh you know we, there were real quick here uh there was a radio uh show up in canada uh and uh the guy on that show he he passed away recently and uh he always used to have a guy that used to call in and just flush the toilet all the time and now he's hey. invading our show so uh anyway oh, uh we have uh claude is our guest here we have uh well, we have about eighteen minutes before his uh his first champ calls in and then hopefully uh you'll be willing to stay on the line uh with us until the end because uh we're gonna we're gonna have a fun little wrap up with all uh three of you guys on. So that'll be fun uh just to kind of wet your whistle on that. Uh so now uh as a as a promoter, uh would you say that uh, you're more of uh a, a Vince McMahon that uh, sends the troops out there uh, are you more like a Paul Heyman who uh, has got that boisterous personality? Or are you more like a, a Triple H that uh, uh, will get it, will involve himself
3: if someone's getting over and he's not? I'm more like a Triple H, yeah. No, if something doesn't go the way, I will get involved. I get involved. So I'm more like a Triple H, and uh, I like to – Keep order in sight, and if you don't do what I say, well, you're gonna get some house whipping. And
2: uh, you know, we won't uh, we won't touch on this uh, too much because it, uh, you know, it is kind of a kind of a sucky deal. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be a broadcast journalist if I didn't answer the question. Ask the question. Uh, right. You know, COVID really really sucks, and we know this. But what? Can you kind of tell us a little bit, uh, touch on it a little bit about how COVID has affected your company and what you guys are doing out there?
3: Oh, well, how COVID, like, we're we shut down. We can't, like, in Saskatchewan anyways. We can't, in like, Saskatchewan, I know there's Ontario, there's uh, Quebec. Uh, we can't put any shows at all. Like, you can't even rent the halls. And it makes a big dent because you got your guys, your talents, like, you know, all your wrestlers, the guys, they want to work. They want to put a shoe for everybody. And you can't put a shoe and it's a nightmare. Like I get called all the time. Like oh my guys are calling. When are we putting a shoe? When is he going to be on? And it's. I can't rent a hall because people won't book a hall here. So I went to Alberta and they booked me a hall. You only allowed so many people in the hall with obviously social distancing and all that stuff, you know, and cleaning and, you know, but then it got shut down and they got shut down in December. So now it's probably not going to be to March or April now. So so, so, so you it's, are hard. it's hard. It's really hard. You take the dent on you and... You know, you try to book shows. The guys that you want to book some guys, you know, but you can't. So I even got a couple of guys from uh, Mexico City who called me today uh, because they heard that I'm going to be on your show, and and they asked me they said, if I could book them. I said, well, I don't have anything right now, so you can't. But when you start, yeah, and I'm glad to get them a call. You know, so it's hard. Well, you it's know, really hard.
1: And then,
2: and we have uh, Claude Toussaint as our guest here. We have. Uh, 15 minutes here uh, So with that being said then uh, And uh, When you get in touch with those Mexican wrestlers Again have to get in touch with me uh, Let them know I like to have them on my show as well um, uh, Real quick here We're going to do this here real quick uh, uh, You uh, sent us a great little care package And I do appreciate that uh, Even though uh, Because of COVID They're running the Pony Express here in North Dakota uh, You know we got the package. Uh, I think two and a half months after you sent it. Uh, yeah.
0: After,
2: starting after the show tonight through uh, next week's beginning of the next week's show, if you go on our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, whoever likes our page that has not liked it previously or comments on the guest, uh, I will select uh, the I'll select three fans to win. Uh, uh, you can choose from a shirt. A mask or a mystery prize. So uh, that's yeah. uh, what uh, that's what we're going to give away. And then um, hopefully, uh, maybe uh, uh, when I talk to your champions, maybe they'll be able to send us a few autographs too that we could uh, add as well. Uh, so
1: now, yeah, I think Mitch a- is
3: listening. Mitch is probably listening. So because we asked, so Mitch is probably listening on the radio right now. So. Okay.
2: You know, and with that being said, you know, we, we, we touched on COVID. You know, you mentioned everything is shut down. Would you think of then just taking your show on the road then, maybe going to, like, other areas in Canada or maybe coming on over the States and uh, putting on a show?
3: Yeah, we, that's what we're going to be working at. Like, like, no, I'm a traveling um, promotion. I, I'm going to be traveling to Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, like British Columbia, uh, Montreal, like in Quebec. I'm going to be traveling. So let me ask you this. What would we have to do to get you down here to North Dakota? You just uh, – I just need to find a place where I could put a show in North Dakota. And I uh, just have well, to put all the guys you. that could go and travel and, you know, and because we have, we can't travel right now because of COVID, if we travel, we have to uh, be in the um, 15 days of quarantine. So we have to wait until that's over and then we'll be all right
2: well you know here's what I'd like to do here for you we have uh we have as our guest here we got twelve minutes before his uh, champion uh calls in yeah uh here's what I'd like to do and i want to stay in contact with you uh if you can get it set up here there's a there's a couple hotels here uh that uh, uh cause our uh in north dakota here our um our uh numbers are 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 rapidly dropping uh with the cases of covid uh, yep. What I'd like to do is I'd like to get your promotion down here. I'd work everything out. You guys bring yourself down. I'd get the place, and we could put on a show here.
3: Yeah, and where are you in North Dakota? Fargo,
2: North Dakota, right uh, sure. about uh, – I um, um, you, you know you've heard of Winnipeg. That's uh, that's. Uh, I know where
3: Fargo is. I used to be my party town. Really? Oh, yeah, that I used to be a trucker, man. This is the place all the truckers – We used to meet in Fargo for uh, for two days, and we party there, and then we take off. I used to have a good friend in Fargo.
2: (laughs) I bet I I bet you used to party at the Flying J, didn't you? Or (laughs)
3: that that was the party place for the truckers, man. At the Flying J, man.
2: I used to work graveyard shift there.
3: Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, but um. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know where all you are, but that was uh, probably 20 years ago now. So.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm 44, so. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh,
3: okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You probably of said the rowdy
3: Frenchmen. We were a bunch of Frenchmen all together. It was always 10 of us every every month there.
2: Well, that's awesome! And like I say, we don't we want to we don't want to talk. Uh, this is your time. We don't want to be talking about me, but. Uh, real quick here so we can do this, uh, real quick here so we can do this, um, oh, yeah. uh, if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, what do you got?
3: Oh, I got, uh, you got my Facebook page, I got, uh, I got Instagram, I got Twitter, I don't have a Twitch, right. I don't know what Twitch is, but. Okay.
2: Uh, and then, um. So you uh, uh, then my next qu- leading question would be when your next show is. But you mentioned you probably don't know when your next show is going to be. Probably not till March or April, huh? Uh,
3: probably not till uh, April or May. Yeah, like I talked to, I'm always in contact with the government here, and now it's probably not going to be until April, middle of April, until they get something going on here. So.
2: Well, see, that's that's one thing I, I want to do to help you out here. Uh, yep. you know, if, uh, if we could find a way, uh, to get you guys to come down here, uh, you know, we'd, uh, we'd love to, uh, have you bring your promotion down here. Uh, um, we have, we actually have a gentleman that has a wrestling school, uh, here. His name, I'm sure you heard him. His name is Pat Tanaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. He he owns a wrestling school here in Fargo. Oh, does he? Oh, cool. Uh, so I didn't even know you had one in, in um. I didn't know he was from there. So.
2: Yeah, well, we. it's funny. We brought him here as a guest appearance for Maui Madness, and he wouldn't leave.
3: Oh, no, you're stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, under 15 feet of snow, and he did, He said, I'll just stick around.
3: <laughs> well, uh, yo, you guys bury him in the snow, that's for sure. Yeah, and then he said, well, I can't shovel my way out. So. Yeah. So yeah, so I'll be
2: in contact with you. We should uh, we should do what we can about getting that uh, getting that worked out. Would you be willing to do that?
3: We can set that up. Oh yeah, for sure. We we'll have to bring Granny. She won't like the she won't like one wrestler that I don't like either. But I mean, you know, so he's a pain. You know what? I think you got a T-shirt yeah. from him. Yeah, uh,
2: is, is that the mass wrestler that you're talking about?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Pain, uh, you know, let me, a, tell, you let me tell
2: you something about that guy. I'm grateful that he sent the shirts, but, you know, uh, someone should tell him that Prince Iaka called. He wants his gimmick bag. <laughs> a hey, what? Uh, he, I'm sorry. No, he, La Parker called. He wants his gimmick bag.
3: Oh, well, he you, you, you could tell him that. So, yeah. So. You know. But I'll tell you what, I, I am grateful
2: that he I am grateful that he sent uh, sent some shirts and I appreciate it. but you know here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. Um and uh I don't wanna spend too much time on this because our fans will get boring because I'm trying to promote myself, but what I would yeah. do here is there's a way that we can get you here. Uh me and my fiance are getting married on September twenty fifth, uh, twenty twenty one. We had to put our wedding off for a year because of COVID. You yep. know, if we could get you here like on uh, that Sunday uh, to put on a show when uh, my family and everything is going to be here, and we're going to try and get Granny down here for the wedding, I think that'd be a perfect little, uh, a little, uh a thing to do. What do you think?
3: Oh yeah, that yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you know? like when I got married, I brought a wrestling shirt to uh, my wedding. So, well, there you, you go. You know, I had about a hundred, hundred fifty people that came in. You know.
2: So. Yeah, and I guarantee my my wedding is the only wedding that's ever going to have the wedding, a private comedy show with a nationally syndicated comedian and then the dance. And then Sunday we could have wrestling. Oh, well,
3: there you go. <laughs> that's perfect.
2: There you go. And
3: That'd then be perfect. Uh, maybe, yeah.
2: uh and I'll tell you what, I'll even uh I'll even offer my services. Uh I'll be the ring announcer for you. You're
3: going to what?
2: I'll I'll do the ring announcing for you because I I had my tryout when I introduced you on the uh before you came on. Yeah
3: yeah. Oh that's good. Oh yeah that's
2: good. All. all right. <laughs> so, so you're gonna uh,
3: get involved and you you might get your ass whooped by some guys you not know if you don't do a good job you know that eh?
2: Well you know I'll tell you what the the icon can hold his own uh you know as long as uh, it's a fair fight I can hold my own. Um oh, uh, you know you you
3: know with wrestling' it's never a fair fight, you know that right?
2: well, I know, uh no. but uh, you know yeah, hey, granny, you can back me up on this if any of the heels get on the line, you'll probably help out you ha- you have your you'll have your cane with you
1: well, I could she's, bring i can bring it <laughs> I can bring the cane with me, <laughs> well, she says she's got
3: keys, the keys is worse, I'd rather get hit with the cane than the keys, you know.
1: Well, you know, I just, you know, I was just telling that wrestler I had keys to the building, you know, so when he was teasing me about my curfews, so at the yeah. nursing home, so. Well, I get told that every day,
3: so that's okay.
1: Hey, I had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on a wrestler one time at a wrestling show, so. Took it right out no. of my hand. You think I'm going to stop Tommy yeah. Dreamer from taking anything out of my hand?
3: No. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you bring a whip in, uh, uh, he'll grab it for sure. Oh, yeah. They're going to grab oh, the whip Oh, I'm sure,
1: I'm sure he would, so.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: All right. So, we have, uh, we have, uh, we have the man, we have Claude here with us here. Uh, we have uh, about uh, four minutes here, and your champion will call in. So, uh now, how long have you known uh Mr. Clark?
3: Uh well, I know Mitch Clark from UFC like I mean, but like in person I met him uh last uh March in Saskatoon here and I had a talk with him and we've been talking ever since. So
2: You know, and he's and the one that you know, won my title. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you mentioned Saskatoon, Uh what Saskatoon has a has a great rich wrestling history. That's where um yes. Brett the Hit, Head and Heart uh, beat Ric Flair for his first uh, world title.
3: Yeah, Saskatoon. Brett Hart. Yeah, my son used to call Brett Hart Saskatoon instead of Brett Hart. He used to call him Saskatoon. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. You know, yeah. and uh, so when, let me ask you this then. We got a few minutes here before uh, your champion in. When was your last show then?
3: October 12th, and last year, 2020.
2: And, uh, and- and then that was uh and then after that they said uh you can't do it no more.
3: we shut down. Yeah, I know everything got shut down in Alberta. Saskatchewan, we've been shut down since March and we can't even we can't do anything. You can't even rent the hall to have a wedding for week. So, you know, you can't do and, anything. And you, and you said that they, they
2: won't let you travel either, huh?
3: No. Nope. Do you ever, you know, in, you uh, tra- say, like want- you, you go in between provinces, but you can't uh, get out of Canada?
2: Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to touch on this too much, but do you ever feel like you're a prisoner in your own country because you can't get out?
3: Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, the hit what it is. I mean, you know, you just follow. You don't want to bring the, the, uh, the virus to your family and stuff. You know, so you know, so you
4: know, in another way, you
3: look at other people's safety also Wayne, eh? so because right, the, exactly. Because the talents, the guys, that's it. Like, if they get the COVID, and, you know, it's a, most of the guys, they do have a, a job, you know, so if they can't go to work because of something like that, I mean, it's hard on them, too, you know what I mean? So Exactly.
2: So, you know, uh, so. Uh, we're just waiting for, uh, I think, Mitch Clark is uh, the first guest up.
1: Uh,
2: and uh, what, uh, well, well, we'll let him tell us about his uh, titles and how long he's been with you and everything. But yep. uh, uh, now you've had some, You've had some battles with him. You've wrestled him before, haven't you? You've you, you wrestled him, haven't you? I
3: Min mean, no, I never wrestled him, no.
2: Is it is it just because you're that good, or is it because he's that good, or uh, you guys just don't want to uh,
3: get on it's, each other's i it's, it's just because I'm that old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never – I never worked uh, with Mitch, No, I never had a chance to uh, to work with Mitch. I watch I watched him wrestle since he started. It like I I used to watch him in Saskatoon when uh, the promotion had him, and you know. So, but no, I never got to um to uh, to work with uh, Mitch.
2: So I'm just uh, I'm just keeping an eye on the board here, waiting for him to call in here. Uh, yeah, he should be calling pretty quick. So. Yeah, I'm just waiting for his uh, area code to pop up. Seven eight zero.
3: Yeah, you know, and uh, I think so. uh,
2: yeah, you know, and it's you know, it's interesting the whole the whole deal about uh, you know starting uh, your promotion from the ground up. Did you have uh, Did you have any um, anybody that gave you some good advice when you decided you're going to do that, or did you just say I'm just going to do this? I don't care.
3: Oh no no no! I had like I said I got uh, I got friends in Quebec. They own uh, promotions in Quebec, and I was involved with them. And I had a few people tell me, if you're gonna do it, do it right, I mean, you know, just uh, do the right thing and do it right by the rest of workers and stuff. You just don't do anything stupid and whatever, and you do the guys wrong, you know. So.
2: So yeah, can, so you're not one of those guys that's uh, gonna say. Uh, Hey, come, wrestle for me. I'll I'll give you a soda and a couple hot dogs. You uh, yeah no. uh, yeah. I mean, you know, there are some promoters like that out there too. You know, and yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I, know. yeah I know. All right. Well, uh, it looks like our our next guest is on. So uh, I'll all tell right. you what. If you want to hang on, uh, yeah. we'll uh we'll we'll bring you on back at the end, and we'll uh, have a roundtable with all three of you guys. So uh, yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. The champion amongst champions in BEW. The reason why every single wrestler in Saskatoon, Canada has been retired because of this individual. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mitch Mark.
3: Hey,
4: how's it going?
3: Good, how good. You going, bud? Can't
4: complain. How, how's it going down there?
2: Well good. Uh if you uh here's what we'll do. If you want to do the, the quick ride here, yeah. then we'll
4: have some fun yeah. with yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. It's hard to tell. Sorry, man. Yep, go ahead. Hey, this is Mitch Dangerzone Clark. You're listening to The Attitude Era live with host the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster.
2: There you go. And uh you know, you I love your nickname, The Danger Zone. Is that your theme song too?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it it's uh it's kind of carried over from uh my pro fighting days and just uh it kind of stuck it works and it's different, right?
1: Exactly.
2: <clears throat> now you uh you are um uh if I'm not mistaken, you hold a, You hold a certain championship now. Do you not?
4: in in BBW or in uh my other titles. Yeah, BEW. Yeah, I am the wide division champion for for BW. in their inaugural show I won I won their their first actually their their first match and and their first title.
2: And uh, how long have you had the title?
4: Uh <laughs> Uh man, I think probably about 6 months now.
2: Oh really? I thought you were thinking maybe, oh, I've had this damn thing for 6 or 7 years. It's getting kind of heavy on my shoulder, you know.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, then you know when you got when you have belts, they're, they're never they're, they're heavy, but they're never too heavy. Right.
2: Now, uh who did you uh who did you defeat to win that title?
4: Uh, it was a four-way, you know, a Fatal 4-way between the the headline Sean Martin's uh rugged Rich King and Lumberjack Larry.
2: And uh, so it was a fatal four-way. So uh,
4: uh,
2: how, you know, and I'm just, uh, I'm kind of curious about the match here. We have Mitch Clark here and we have, uh, well, we have about 27 minutes here before the pirate calls in. Uh, so now uh, how long, how long did the match last or don't you know?
4: I I think it was about a 20, 22 minute match. You know, um, those, I I always find fatal four ways are always super tough because, you know, as soon as you get anything going, someone's always busting up the pin or, you know, jumping in whenever you lock something in. So it's always kind of a tougher match.
2: You know, and it's one of those things, uh, you know, if the right one doesn't get you, the left one's coming, right?
4: Oh, exactly. You got to always be, you know, have eyes in the back of your head.
2: And uh, with, uh, with that being said, with your wrestling style, are you more of a, Uh, high power like a Ray Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Or are you more like just like that ass kicker like a Stone Cold Steve
4: Austin? Uh, It'd be more of a technical wrestler. You know, my coach uh, that I learned is Phil LaFon. You know, he he was a big deal in Japan, and, you know, he he wrestled in the WWE, and I learned a lot from him so he he's been a a big part of, of like really uh having a huge uh, impact on my style combined with like you know my freestyle wrestling and and being a grappler before as it's that's a big deal as just being a technical wrestler
2: now uh is that is in uh, Doug Furnish and Philip LaFont, is that the same individual that's the man There you go. That must have been awesome learning from them. Now you are you're from Saskatoon. Is that your where you live at, or is that where you you started, or is that where where do you call home? Uh,
4: Well, I live in Edmonton right now. Um, I moved here probably about ten years ago. But born and raised in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and you know I'm super proud of it. Uh, I think there's a lot to be said coming from a smaller city. You know, um, those smaller rural areas, you know, they, they build a lot of hard work ethic and, you know, I think it's had a huge impact on me as a person.
2: And, uh, you know, like we were talking, uh, with Claude, you know, Saskatoon, you know, has a great wrestling history. That's where, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart won his first title against Ric Flair back in the day.
4: Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Steve Rivers, I, I was watching one of his interviews and he was on the same card as him and he was talking about how, like, that was such a big deal, you know,
3: it's,
4: it's, it's such a small, small city, but, like, for such a huge thing to happen. And Bret Hart's such a, a big deal uh, in terms of Canadian pro wrestling. And for him to win his first title in, in Saskatoon, like, it's it's a piece of history.
2: And uh, when you wrestle, are you more of a, uh, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more of what the crowd thinks you are? Uh,
4: I. Like, uh, it kind of depends where I am, uh, more so, uh, you know, in Saskatoon, I'm a, I'm definitely a face, but in in places like in, in Edmonton, I'm usually known as a heel out in Red Deer, I'm a face, you know, it kind of depends what how I feel, how I feed off the crowd and that kind of thing. Right.
2: So with that being said, we have Mitch Clark, we got 24 minutes. Granny, we have a heel here.
1: Well. Let me tell you a little something about Granny Hulkster. I'm not a wrestler, even though I've been, threatened, been thrown in the ring a few times by many of my wrestling buddies over the years. But um, I don't like the heels, and I could talk some pretty good smack to the heels. So if I was at a show you were at and you were being the heel, I would definitely have fun talking some smack to you, my friend. So with that being said, I guess one of my questions is, if you could have any kind of dream match, who would you want it to be, and why?
4: Um, as a as a face or as a heel?
1: It doesn't matter. Uh, as a
4: face, in my opinion, I'd love my dream my dream match would be out of anyone. It'd probably be to have a match against ravishing Rick Rude. Oh wow! I think he is one of the the best heels to never win that major title in the in the federation and you Mm -hmm. know look i hated him so much growing up and you realize how good he was at what he did and how all the little things he did made such huge impacts on on the match and he could make guys that were maybe not up to his caliber look good and you know like he was just a tremendous athlete had a great look had great microphone skills and you know he was a hell of a worker.
1: Yeah, he was.
2: You know, uh, you know, speaking of Rick Rude, you know my favorite uh, Rick Rude line, you know, because you know I'm in uh, Fargo, North Dakota here, you know he's from Minnesota, uh, so I used to see him a lot wrestle when I was a kid. But my favorite is, I want all you fat, overweight, Atlantic City sweathogs to keep the noise down. Well, I take my robe off and let the women know what a real man looks like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the the thing is, is he found a way to get underneath your skin, and it was that that smugness that he had when he when he just when he walked, he didn't even have to say anything to be able to make you hate him. Exactly.
2: So now uh we were kind of uh talking a little bit about uh you know uh uh your your federation and you know you guys are pretty much shut down because of COVID and uh uh you know uh we, we kinda got the skinny about uh you know what COVID has kind of done uh to wrestling up in there in Canada and I know that you're in the same boat really because you know you guys can't really go anywhere or do anything or wrestle or anything because Everything shut down, but uh, I'll uh, I'll ask this uh, to you, and I always ask every single independent wrestler this, and no one has ever asked answered it the same way. So I'll put it to you: two part question. Uh, let's say that uh, you're at a match, and uh, like uh, an official from WWE or Ring of Honor or AEW, they uh, they see you at a match, and they they come up to you after the show and say, "Hey." you know what, we're having tryouts next week. Uh, you should come uh, come try out for us. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And because we know that you have the drive to get the big-time contract because you are such a great wrestler, uh, is that something you'd want to do? And B, if you do get that big contract, would you still be our friend and not big-time us and still talk to us?
4: Um, I think anyone who says that they wouldn't take that opportunity is – is either crazy or a liar. Um, of course, I'd take that. That's a, that's a huge opportunity, and you know, uh, just getting an invite in itself is is such an opportunity. And of course, I'd take that. And you know, I I think that that people who let success get to their head, they're the ones who you know. It, I think it shows how small-minded they are. You know, you're. I I I tell my students and stuff like that when I'm teaching is. No one's, no one's really like, I'm not better than anyone. No one's better than me. It's, you know, we're all just people just trying to make the best we can. And, you know, anyone that tries to big time me, it never really ends well for them. So I I definitely wouldn't, I'd still be friends with you guys, I think. So, you know, I try to stay humble down to earth. And I think that's the most important thing in, in life is staying grounded. That's awesome. Now,
2: uh, you know, and then usually, you know, I usually ask this kind like when your next match is, and sure, I, I understand that you don't uh, really know because of all that's going on. But um, is there anybody currently uh, that uh, you're really looking forward to getting in the ring and to want to wrestle? Uh, maybe uh, someone that uh, got under your skin before things happen, or kind uh, of take us through that.
4: Um, You know, there's, I think, realistically, there's no one, like, I want to go out of my way out of to have a match with, to be honest. Uh, the big thing for me is wrestling new people and people that I think are kind of, like, in the rankings-wise that are higher than me. I'm always just looking to challenge myself, and I think that that's why I do well is because I'm going to always elevate my game to who I'm wrestling, uh, so... Realistically, if I'm letting emotion get into it, I'm not doing what I need to do. Instead, I need to think about what I need to do and and go out and perform and do what I need to do. So for me, it's just I wanna I wanna start wrestling guys that are that have been to bigger shows, that have done you know the ROHs, the Impacts, all those big shows. I want to be able to earn that opportunity to be able to have matches with those guys. Um, it's all about these little steps, little things turn into big things. So whatever I need to do to be able to get those opportunities, I'm going to do them.
2: And uh, so we, uh, so we can uh, do this. Uh, and so if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing and follow you, you got a, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, what do you got?
4: I, I got the, the big three. I got the Instagram, Facebook and, and Twitter, Mitch Clark, MMA. Um, Clark C L A R K E but you know, I got I got those two pa- those three pages. I'm not on Twitch. Um, I don't play enough video games nor I understand how to use it enough to be able to monetize it. And personally I'll never have a go fund me. I'm not about free money. I'm about, you know, you work for every dollar, you work your butt off. Um, so that's not for me. For some people that's okay, but for me, um it's all about just working hard and I'm not here for any handouts.
2: And that and that's awesome. I like how you said that. Uh, so, um, um, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out here to our fans too. Uh, we have uh, uh, Claude. He sent us some good stuff, uh, and hopefully, you'll be able to as well. Uh, if I were to send you a uh, an address, you think maybe you might be able to send us a few uh, giveaways for giveaways for our listeners.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. I can send you some some promo shots and stuff, and I'll see if I got any uh, my old MMA gloves. I'll see if I have I got one of those, and I can send those out if I need to. That's awesome,
2: uh, and uh, you know, you mentioned uh, MMA. How long were you in MMA?
4: Uh, I was in the UFC for seven years, and I fought professionally for eleven years. I fought kickboxing for eight. Before that, I wrestled. I like freestyle for the University of Saskatchewan. The University of Alberta won a Can West title. Like I've, I've done it all and done okay at it. And this is what I decided I want to be really good at now. Is I want to be really good at, at pro wrestling, and I'm going to do my do my darnest to go as far as I can.
2: So now, you were uh, so you went from uh, MMA to wrestling, right?
4: Or were you in yeah. wrestling
2: then MMA and then back to wrestling, or?
4: No, I uh, I freestyle wrestled, then MMA, and then now into pro wrestling, and I think it all kind of like um, just kind of shaped me into the pro wrestler I am now.
2: And uh, do you uh, do you prefer one over the other?
4: Um, I I like pro wrestling, you know, um, and it might be just because it's what I'm doing right now, but it's it's so much fun. The camaraderie is. Um, like second to none you make good friends and and you know the locker room you really build up and you can do it every week um, the thing is with MMA after every fight I'd feel like I was in a car accident I, every part of me would hurt regardless if I won or I lost and you know it's, it gets kind of not fun after a while for me pro wrestling it's fun I can get out there and go have a good time Win some, lose some, but the big thing is, is like I'm having a good time, and that's what makes it so much better.
2: And uh, you know, and uh, I'll understand if you don't want to ask uh, answer this question, but uh, would you say that wrestling is less brutal on your body compared to MMA?
4: I can't really say that. You know, i um, knock on wood. I've been really blessed in terms of, you know, I haven't had one of those those really bad accidents that do happen. And you know, like pro wrestling is dangerous and anyone who treats it like it's not is an idiot and always ends up getting really hurt. And there is all of this potential to get really hurt. But for me, is if, if you're safe and you're working with safe people and you don't do dumb things, uh, good things happen for me. uh, The training and all the other stuff from fighting was what kind of added up and kind of ended my career was, and also cutting weight, you know, like I walk around over 200 pounds and, you know, I'm making 155 pounds. It's so hard on my body. It'd take me six months just to recover from that. So I, I, I that's part of why I like pro wrestling is I can go out there, be safe, and come home to my family. And that's the main thing.
2: Now uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, every, every wrestler has a, uh, you know, every wrestler has a, um, a great finish maneuver. Tell us what yours is, uh, what it's called, what's involved And uh, maybe, uh, one of us has volunteered to have
4: you practice it on. There. Uh, sorry for, for a finish. Is that what that was? Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, I kind of have two, you know, like the main thing, um, I use, uh, a gravit choke, you know, from the front headlock position, turn you up and then basically finish in. It's very similar to the rude awakening. Um, but it starts off in the choke first because that's what makes it super tight. Turn them out and then drop it down. And, um, AMF neck breakers, what I call that. That's from, from Top Gun. Uh, and then I also do, uh, you know, a variation of, of the ankle lock, the twisting ankle lock in kind of an homo- homage to, to Ken Shamrock. You know, you got to have those shooter moves, and I think that that's important. to Stay true to my my heritage is is keeping that, and that's why I keep the gravity choke in there just in case. You know, it's it's about being that shooter that I am, and and keeping that going in pro wrestling.
2: Well, I uh, I don't think I'm gonna let you practice on uh, on me, but uh, and Granny is gonna pass too. But uh, maybe we'll let you try it on Big Swing. Uh, he, he's a pretty tough guy. Uh we'll, we'll let you practicing on him. Deal. <laughs> so uh we'll, we'll kind of touch on this a little bit uh uh you know uh claude kind of give us a little rundown about what's going on in canada with covid and like i said i don't want to spend up too much time on it but what is your um what is your time frame of uh wanting to get back in the ring uh with everything being shut down do you plan on uh just like sticking out till everything opens back up or do you want to start traveling to get back in the ring what do you want what do you want to do
4: I I'd, I'd like to be pro wrestling yesterday to be honest. Um but realistically I'm not willing to um you know shine a dark light on a promotion or otherwise cuz you know who, who knows that you know someone comes to the show and they catch something or another wrestler catches something and it just it puts a dark uh, black eye on on the whole sport itself and on on us, you know. Um, I don't think that we're we're at a point right now with being able to prevent it enough up here to to like to prevent possible uh, contagion. Con- yeah, excuse me. Like virus transfers happening. I'd love to be able to travel somewhere and go pro wrestle, but I'm also not willing to to make vulnerable people sick because. We've already done so much of this stuff to protect the vulnerable. We've locked down to protect these people that are vulnerable. I'm not willing to, 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 you know, put those people in, in harm's way, so to speak. I'm willing to wait until we're able to go without, you know, possibly putting people at risk personally.
2: So, well, then, let me ask you this then, and like I say, I understand if you don't want to answer the question, but let's say uh, a promotion uh, from the states here calls you and says, uh, hey, we'd like you to come wrestle for us for a, a show or two. Uh, uh, any uh, thought on wanting to do that or just uh, still stay put? You know,
4: like the the thing mm-hmm. is there's a couple things that come into factor, like borders being open, Our our border, you know, it's, to be able to, for me to come back, I'd have to spend a couple, couple grand at a hotel after taking the pilot project in terms of they're doing swabs at the, at the international airport, unless I'm driving over, which I'm sure that's not going to go over great either. The thing is, is like my life shuts down for two weeks afterward. And that, that affects, you know, you know, uh, money that's, that's paying for food on my family's table. And that's, that's not the best thing. Um, You know, unfortunately, I'd have to take a rain check because family comes first. You know, doing what's right comes first. And I'd love to come down to the States. I've always wanted to wrestle down in the States. And hopefully when our border opens up, I can do that without having to take a two-week vacation after I get back. You know what I mean?
2: Well, well, the reason why I was asking is I'll I'll put this out to you and I'll I'll keep the offer open for you. Uh, We have a a promotion down here in uh, North Dakota, uh, Fargo. Um, and uh, what i love to do is I would love to have you come down here and and wrestle uh, in the promotion
4: that we have,
2: uh, Pulp Mania, Um, and uh, I think it'd be awesome. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to Claude about, uh, uh, you know, I'm getting married in September, Uh, maybe having you guys all come down with his promotion and do a show on uh, the Sunday of my wedding weekend. uh, We can get everybody uh, on board for that. I think that'd be an awesome deal, you know, because you have the you have the big uh, the big swing on Friday, and then we have the wedding on Saturday and wrestling on Sunday. I think that'd be awesome.
4: Yeah that, that that sounds that sounds great to me. You know, I'd love to do it, and I think, you know, if everything keeps going, I I don't see why that wouldn't be able to happen. And to be honest, I'd love I'd be honored to be a part of you know to have that type of opportunity to to compete at a show like that.
2: And uh, I'd even offer my services. I'd even bring your manager for one match, you know, and I'd make sure you wouldn't lose. <laughs>
4: Deal. I'll take you up on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I, I could. I, I can even teach my finisher.
4: My finisher oh, is uh,
2: called. Uh, my finisher is called Junk Punch. Him into man business. Uh, as long as the referee's back is turned,
4: it's a legal maneuver. Well, we can always talk specifics, but I think you know you gotta do what you gotta do, right?
2: Right, and then uh, <laughs> you know uh, uh, I, I know that's kind of a heelish move, and I know Granny doesn't like the heels, but she's always gonna love the icon. But uh, you know, there's one thing about Granny though: uh, if you get on Granny's bad side, you know uh, she uh, she can bring a pretty mean, she, swing a pretty mean cane, you know, and uh, you know she doesn't need any more, but. Uh, if uh, if she needs to reach for it, she'll bring it.
3: <laughs>
4: the, the thing is, is you can't go against experience. And, you know, um, there, there's a reason why they always tell you to, you know, listen to your elders. Because, you know, they'll bring that cane and they'll bring it down on your heart. So I, I'm definitely there to respect it.
1: Well, you know, I'm only I, fifty. I, I'm only fifty-eight. I'll be fifty-nine in August, so I'm not really old enough to be a granny. That's just a gimmick name that somebody gave me twenty plus years ago because I'm a big wrestling fan. So, my original shirt that I have that my friend made for me, it says, "What you gonna do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you?"
4: <laughs> I like that.
1: And uh, you know, I, I
2: I always like to have uh, have fun with Granny about. Uh, Hurricane, you know, I keep telling everybody, you know, she got it in Canada, so that's why they called it Hurricanea.
1: <laughs> wah wah wah! Where's the sound check? Big swing. Wah wah wah!
2: Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm waiting for a big swing to play that. Uh, you know, I know, but, I uh, know.
1: He must be, he must be temporarily away from the board. Wah wah wah! <laughs> so uh
2: we have uh we have uh mitch clark as our guest here we got about uh four minutes here and hopefully uh um i know that uh uh the the viking has been having issues with uh his
0: uh his computer oh. and uh i seem to be having <laughs> issues with mine
2: uh so um uh as a matter of fact I am not getting any signal from my mouth so I don't know what
0: I'm going to do uh to get
2: uh to get Claude back on.
1: Uh but uh <sighs> Big Swing if you're listening, Nikon icon might need some help. <laughs>
0: One
2: second, or I'll be back to you. So, <laughs> hey, Granny, take it. Ask a few questions while
1: I'm uh, trying okay. to do this here. So, how long have you actually been a wrestler? Uh, I think
4: it's coming up on on four years uh, since my first match.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I, 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 here in Arkansas, you know, we've got a couple federations. One of them have been doing very small shows, but they're with uh, precautionary methods. They're wearing a mask, getting their temperature checked, things like that. Oklahoma's been doing more shows uh, than Arkansas, but uh, the one federation that I really am big in helping with um I'm the president of their fan club. Uh, we have not done a show since uh, March of 2020. We had to quit doing our shows due to COVID, and we're hopefully gonna be getting our shows up and going hopefully in March of this year. But we'll wait and see. But I had the opportunity to go to one last Sunday for WCWA, and I was I had a lot of fun with that. One of the heels, he was from Texas, and they kind of told him about me before the show so he naturally picked me out of the crowd and started talking a little smack with me and I kind of he told me to sit down and shut up and go back to the home and I said well if you think you're man enough to make me go right ahead get down here and tell me that to my face and everybody started doing the granny chant and he put his hands over his ears, and he says, no, no, don't say her name. And the more he said that, the louder the crowd got. <laughs> hey,
2: Granny, don't there's... you think that uh, Mitch would uh, be great for wrestling with a cause?
1: Wrestling for a cause? Yeah, we we do a show over in Oklahoma I, that I help with that organization. Um, they do shows for kids that um, are fighting childhood cancer. That's
4: awesome. That's that's really like, you know, like things like that, I'd love to be a part of, you know, um, it's all about, all about giving back. You know, I, I think a lot of time with, with pro sports, it's a lot of take, take, take. And I think it's always super important when, when athletes give back and that's, that's the biggest thing. And so like stuff like that, I'd love to be a part of and to help out with.
1: Well, they're a pretty awesome organization. They've been around since 2011, and they've kind of changed their format a little bit. I mean, that they're they're always willing to help a child. You know, if, if there's a child dealing with cancer, you know, they're always willing to step up and help that family. I've met a lot of amazing kids and families through that organization over the years. So
2: I'm uh, slowly working on getting my, uh, laptop back, uh, running. Um, so, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get back uh, to the board here shortly, guys, but, uh, um, and, uh, hopefully big swing is monitoring so he can put uh Claude back on. Um, but, uh, we'll see, hopefully. <laughs> um, Let's see. We have uh Mitch Clark as our guest here. We're waiting uh, for the Viking to call in. I know that uh he's having issues uh trying to call in from his computer because of uh uh you know, long distance charges and all that stuff and I understand that. Uh but um you no, know, you mentioned that uh you've uh uh you've been uh you've been uh champion for uh six months, I believe you say it was.
3: Correct? Yep. Yeah, that sounds
2: about All right. right. Uh, and Claude, are you back on with us? Yeah, I'm right here. All right. Um, I I'm gonna try and get my laptop back uh, up and running here, and then hopefully we can get uh, uh, the Viking uh back on uh on with us here. Uh, other than that, um, I guess uh, we'll just uh, interview you guys So, I first thing I get get my laptop back. I mean here here's the problem with live radio uh you you're live you can't edit so uh I know this is riveting the fans because the icons having computer issues but it is what it is uh but if you guys uh, real if you can kind of uh take this uh through your history of uh how you guys first met and uh how you guys kind of uh
3: gravitated towards each other. Oh, I, I'm the one to approach uh, Mitch. We He was doing a show in Saskatoon for PPW. And I'm the one to approach him and, you know, give him a card and let him know that I was uh, starting a promotion. And everything went from there. He said, yeah, you'll be happy to work for – to do some work for BEW. Isn't that right, Mitch? Yeah,
4: yeah, that sounds about right. I was getting ready for my match, and he talked to me. And, you know, like, um, I, I think the big thing is – Uh, Claude was all about doing it doing it right you know approaching guys and not like some promoters are big on how do we put this like poaching talent and being kind of a being underhanded Like,
2: like, kind of like doing like a Vince McMahon thing
4: yeah you know and Claude was very much about doing it professionally and acting professionally with other promotions and, and with the talent and you know that that's a big deal to me because you know at the end of the day, all you have is your word and and your bonds, you know what I mean? So, like, he, he went about it the best way possible. And, you know, so uh, I was happy to do a show with with BW.
3: Yeah, I approached uh, the promoters at BW. I approached him first, and I asked him permission if it was okay, if I could talk to the guys. And he said, yes, he said, as long as you do, you're not doing it, like, during the show. And I said, I no, no, I'll do it after. But as long as like you know, if I have your permission, it's fine. You know, and that so we could work together, and he agreed with that. And the same thing with the RSTW, and I approach him first, and say, yeah, I'm not a problem. And and where Mitch works at the other promotion, I approach him too. and I talk, actually, I know the promoter there because I used to work with them, uh, Massive Damage. So yeah, and everybody like I doing it the right way because I don't want to burn some bridges, and when you need someone, i of a sudden you burn bridges, the guy's going to tell you to, you know what, eh? so that's the best way to do it. You do it the right way, and the guys will be willing to work with you if you're doing things the right way. So.
2: All right. Well, we're still waiting for uh, Vince Lawson uh, to join us here, guys.
3: Um, uh, Don't you have a 1808 number? Maybe they might be able to call on a bridge number. Uh,
2: well, we don't
3: really have a toll-free number, uh, only, yeah, uh, uh,
2: but, you know, he's gonna, uh, you know, I, I know that if we get this to work, he can call him from his computer, or he can call my cell phone, uh, I'm gonna try and send him both numbers, and, uh, see, uh, if, um, uh, I, I can connect him, uh, that way, uh, you know cuz you know i understand long distance charges and everything
3: uh we, uh i was trying to connect them uh, on a three way call like uh, like uh i was trying to connect them but i I'm, I'm, i wasn't sure how to do it so <laughs> i have three yeah. long distance so. uh
2: yeah he's he's talking to me so hopefully uh we can uh get him on cuz I, I really been uh really looking forward to talk uh talking to him
3: You know. Oh yeah, he's looking Um, forward. He's he's gonna he's getting frustrated because he can't like try to get on the computer and work. And oh man, so you know.
2: You know, and uh, like I say, I understand about uh, long distance charges. uh, Two weeks in a row, we had uh, two guests from Australia, and I had to call them, and uh, my cell bill was nine hundred dollars. So I know I know all about long distance charges. Why don't you call um, him instead? He's not going to pay the long distance. Well, he just – Yeah. well, he said I, – I asked him that, and uh, he said that he would still get charged, but I didn't think so.
3: Uh, no, if you're the one that calls, you shouldn't get charged, no. Okay. Don't you think, Mitch? You know, like if I called you, you don't pay the long distance.
4: I, I don't know. I have pretty long I, distance because I don't have a burner phone.
3: Oh, me? I, yeah, no, I just, uh, I've a free long distance, so it doesn't matter to me. You know, right. So. Yeah. Well, I will, yeah, I just I will let try calling him. Call that him yeah, the call, studio just board. tell him you got to call him and let him know that he's not paying long distance. He, he doesn't pay long distance as long as you're, you're the one that calls him. The person that calls is the one that pays the long distance. Right. Because I call all my friends in Quebec because of that. They they don't pay the long distance, right? so.
4: Well, you got to be careful because maybe like if you call him and he picks up, that like his internet will go off because
3: it's probably dial up. I oh, know he's gonna call on his cell phone.
2: Well, if yeah, I'm 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 trying to have him give me the number. I'll call from our studio phone, uh, where we can, uh, where we would pick up the, the log. Talk would pick up the charge. Yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to to Mitch here. I think I found another opponent for uh, Mitch here. The guy, he's from uh, Mexico City, and I think you know him, Sweet Daddy Soul.
4: Hmm. Uh, you know, like he's he's had the a couple like big titles in in the Alberta wrestling scene. You know, I mm-hmm. like I said is I just want to be able to challenge myself and. Uh, whatever I gotta do to kind of hit that next level, and whoever I gotta go against, you know, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. willing to do it. I'm willing to challenge myself. And he's a tremendous competitor, and I'm, I'm willing to definitely do it.
3: Oh yeah, he, he's wrestling in Mexico City right now, and I got a, a few. I got a few guys for you. You'll have, uh, you'll be challenged. That's for sure. You know, you'll be challenged, uh, you know- and.
4: I look forward to it, you know, that that's why I do this. I'm not here to, you know, beat up tomato cans, you know, so to speak and I'm here to I'm here to challenge myself and, and do the best I can, you know. So
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, you'll be challenged, oh yeah. I'm, I'm getting a lot of challenger for you. A lot of guys, a lot of feet. Big guy, small guy, you know, so
2: Well, you know, Claude, without you... giving away too much information, uh do you have uh you have a planned idea of what uh match you're gonna have uh, Mitch in next? Or do you not want
3: well,
2: to give that away? Oh uh... hold on a second. Hold on a second, Hold on one second. Uh caller, go ahead. Are you on with us?
0: Uh yes I am. I just have a question for Mitch Clark. Hey Mitch, um so I watched you in uh PPW uh, when you were coming down and uh you use the uh, Superman punch as a finish. Um, I'm just wondering why the hell you're such a Roman Reigns mark. <laughs> um, to be
4: honest, uh, I think the Superman punch is the most overrated finisher out there. It's I I don't know. I to be honest, I don't even use it simp. in kickboxing. You're a simp. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you know, that's your opinion. I think the big thing is, is you probably look like a skin tag with eyes, and you're just jealous, you know what I mean? So it's not my fault that you look like a monkfish. So really, you can say that to my face, or, you know, you can just shut your fat mouth. Uh,
3: and,
2: and, guys, um, now I do apologize for that. Uh, here's the deal. Like I said, we're, we're live, and we don't screen the calls. Uh, that's what makes the show unique. A lot of sports calls, they create, uh, they screen and call and say, Hey, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to... we don't do that. And I, I, I hope you'll accept my apology or, or do you not care? I don't know. It's up, you know, you let me know. Uh, cause, I don't care. You know,
4: <laughs> you know, okay. You don't know, bother me, none. Like, yeah. Stuff like that's going to happen. You know, you just got to stay on your toes and realize that, you know, some people, um, you know, they're basically playing with a poker hand that's equivalent to like an A7 offsuit and, you know, card thrown in, you know, maybe a, a joker and, and that card that tells you, you know, all the different um, hands you can have, you know, and I'm sure that's what he's dealing with. Well,
2: you know, I'll tell you, can yeah. I give you this analogy? Go ahead. Basically, yeah. basically what, what he thinks is uh, – uh, you got a pair of twos waiting on a face card, but uh, you got another deck up your sleeve that you're going to put down if you have to.
4: Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly.
2: But uh, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, the guy called from a one-one-one-one. He called from Skype, so I, I have no way of tracing it. So that just goes to show you uh, how uh, how brave he really is.
4: But anyway, well, it what it like people, a what? Somalian number or something.
2: Well, well, what it is, is uh, sometimes people call in from, uh, uh, you know, they call in on Skype and it's it always goes one, 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 because they're calling from a computer. And uh, mm. that's what happens. So it, gotcha. it is it is what it is. And uh, I hope you're able to get the uh, the address I sent you so uh, we can uh, have you. uh send us some uh, uh, giveaways for our uh, for our fans but uh unfortunately guys I don't think uh, the the whole deal with Vince Austin is gonna happen um, uh, it's just uh, we'll we'll find some other way to make it work at some other time maybe we could uh, call him later on and do like a recording interview so I have no idea what that squeaking in the background is but we'll uh,
0: we'll continue um
2: uh, so now, Mitch, before uh before you met uh Claude, how long had you uh been uh in the in the business before you met Claude?
4: Yeah, probably about three years to be honest. So like I'd had a bunch of matches that won uh a couple titles and another uh different promotions and just from there, you know, uh I was working in different out of town and a different promotion and Claude met me and so this is pretty much year four now, so Yeah, it's been, it's been fun so far.
2: Now, do you, you don't, so you don't really have any plans on going back to MMA then, huh?
4: No, you know, like, um, kind of fighting in the big shows after that, it kind of like soured a lot of it for me. It's hard on the body. It's hard on the mind. It's hard on the wallet, you know? So I'd rather just stick with pro wrestling if I can. You know, and the,
2: you know, the interesting thing is, you know, a lot of guys, uh, you know, they start out in wrestling, then go to MMA. You kind of did it a little, a little different, which I, which I think is very honorable because, uh, you know, um, you know, most people like, like Brock Lesnar, for instance. And, and I'm not comparing you, Brock Lesnar, because you're a much nicer guy. Because you come on the show, you <laughs> won't. Uh, but uh, and he's put me in headlock before, because uh, I told him that Stone Cold and Goldberg were better wrestlers than him. But that's another story. Uh, so uh you know it's like uh y- you know from a wrestler going to MMA you know people like uh well you know we're going to you know we're going to show we him like that uh, he comes
3: from,
2: right yeah uh yeah. we're going to show him that he's he comes from a fake rule. this is a real world but now let me ask you this now that's what people well not uh, not uh, them all think that but some do but let me let me throw it to you in the reverse sense. Uh, you went from MMA to wrestling. Uh, was there any throwback towards you for uh, going from one to the other, or were you like op- uh, welcomed with open arms uh, switching
4: uh, professions? Uh, you get a little bit of both, to be honest. You know, some people. Um, They want to be like, oh, well, this is a different world. We'll show you. But they tend to forget that, you know, for a living, um, basically, you're trained to, you know, beat up another human. You know, that's all I did every day. That was my job. My job was to basically be a Spartan. You know what I mean? You're in there training three times a day to fight another person. Um, So these guys, they try and take – try to take like little advantage of you and then you have to show them that that's you know that's not allowed that you're not going to take it so you have to be able to be willing to stand up for yourself but at the same time you, you also got to realize you got to work together so it's it's a little bit of both some guys are like well I wrestled in high school I'm like well that's different that doesn't mean um anything in any in any realm you know it's like these guys are like well I boxed when I was 12 well that doesn't mean anything when you know, you're fighting a grown human. So, you know, I, it's, you get a little bit of pushback, but at the same time, it's really about taking care of each other. And, but at the same time, I'm not going to ha- let someone take advantage of me. And uh, I will defend myself the best I can. And it usually doesn't go well for the other person.
3: Yeah, so, I'm the same way because I've I done boxing, like, for years. I got the, probably the best record in Canada per capita for an amount of fights. I mean, I got 112 fights, and I got 110 wins and 104 knockouts and two losses, I mean, it's the same way. Well, you know, and, and yeah, it's the same thing as Mitch. When I got into wrestling, it was the same thing. Well, this is my boxing, this and that, but I'll say it doesn't matter. I said, I'm not going to have to take crap from nobody. I mean, you know, I'm winning to pay my dues, but I'm going to pay my dues respectably, you know what I mean? So that's the same thing.
2: So, Mitch, let me ask you this. With the pushback that you did get, uh, did uh, did it eventually die away saying, you know, just get to know me, everything will be fine? Or uh, is there is there still that, uh, you know, that one guy that you just can't get it through his head, you know? That, I mean, because there's always one. Like my father says, and since we're past 10 o'clock, I can say this without being edited, there's always an asshole, you know? So – did you have that experience or did it just, uh, eventually all just die away the pushback?
4: No, no, you still get pushback. You still get these guys who like pretended like they, they hit the big show and they, you know, they dress up with dollar store gear and they want to talk trash and, and treat you like, um, they're better than you because, you know, you came from somewhere else, you know, we're all just trying to do the best we can, but, um, you know, and then those are the guys that you know you gotta you gotta stand up for yourself. You gotta dig your feet in the, into the dirt and push back. And quite frankly, you know, it hasn't gone well for those couple guys. And there's always gonna be haters. There's always gonna be people that think that their their way is the only way. The big thing is you just gotta have belief in yourself, and you gotta you know you just gotta do your thing and know that you're on the right path and keep working hard. Keep your nose the grindstone. And worst case, you know, speak softly but carry a big stick. And,
2: uh,
3: exactly.
2: Now, and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but, uh, you know, you mentioned that, you know, it's probably going to be March or April before you guys get, uh, back to get, uh, back going again. But, uh, with, uh, with that being said, uh, Claude, now, do you guys have, uh, when things do open up, are you just, are you going to hit to the ground running and get like the first available place open to just get a show going, or are you going to plan it out a little bit?
3: Oh, I'm probably, I have to plan it out a little bit because, you know, these, um, uh, like Mitchell, like, uh, I got champions. I mean, I got to make sure like everybody is available and, you know, to make sure I get the right card. I just don't want to just, well oh, all, let's put a card together and. And it's not a great show. It's going to kill BW. It's going to kill the guy. So I will plan it first to make sure everything is run the best way possible. You know what I mean? Awesome. Now
2: uh, you know, and our fans knew that this was coming because uh, you know the icon does have an ego. I don't know if you guys could tell that or not, but uh, if uh, I could get up to to one of your shows, you think maybe I could get some uh, backstage passes? Maybe uh, get uh, uh, maybe uh, do some uh, ring announcing for you, or some guest commentating, or
3: something. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you come up, yeah. If I do shows, yeah, I invite you if you want to come up. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'll get, uh, i I'll, I'll, I'll get you backstage.
2: There you go, man.
3: Uh, because if I don't get now, you backstage, Mitch might kick my, you might be on. So I have to get you backstage now, <laughs> man. <also. laughs>
2: and uh, you know, I'll tell you what, Mitch. I'll, uh, I,
3: I know that people are listening, but
2: uh, uh, I'll be your secret weapon. I'll make sure, like I say, I'll make sure that. uh you come away victorious. I know you don't need my help because you're a big ass kicker, but, uh, you know, I'll make sure that uh, you uh, you uh, win in a
3: uh, strong, iconic manner.
4: I like that. That sounds <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there might be one guy from Michelle. You may not like that too much. You know what I mean? So, right. Now, um, now
2: the uh, – you know, real quick here. You know, uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, that masked wrestler that uh, sent us the goodies. Uh, what? Um, uh, you know, he's uh, he's had an interesting career path. Uh, you're probably going to put him on the card too, aren't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, he's probably going to be there. I'm probably going to bring him down. You yeah. know, he's got to We got a think me and him, so I'm probably going to bring him down and. Yeah, Mitch, to whip his behind or something, you know. So,
2: well, you know, I'll tell you what I would uh, I would love to I would love to see that match live, you know. Now, Mitch, I was going to ask you now, and then I'll ask Claude the same question. Uh, we got uh, we got the boys from BEW. Uh, this is actually the first time I haven't uh, spotted off about uh, the time cues, but uh, uh, now mitch is there any kind of match that uh you won't do and is there any match that you would love to do
4: um you know for me i i won't do like those death matches with light tubes and all that other crap um and it's just it's just not for me to be honest um you know i like there's a certain appeal to it it's just not for me it's not worth it you know uh, I don't need to come home covered in glass and with chunks of light tube stuck in me. And that's just, that's just my prerogative. But, you know, I'd love to be able to do, you know, more ladder matches. I love ladder matches. i like, I'd love to be able to do some cage matches, stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm always the, the cool gimmick matches I'm always down for, but the death matches is not so much. So
2: uh, we, we, Uh, so you'd be willing to do like a, uh, so you'd be like willing to do like a tables match or a cage match, but uh, don't expect to see in like a hardcore match or anything like that.
4: No, like to be honest, it doesn't really fit my style either. You know, uh, as a technical wrestler, it doesn't, it's not advantageous to me. You know, I think I'm a tremendous technical wrestler and I've been trained by tremendous uh, coaches, but that doesn't help me. And, be honest you gotta go risk versus reward and it just doesn't fit in
2: and it's I guess it's pretty safe to say that we won't ever see like a comic book on a pole match or a fire extinguisher on a pole match
4: <laughs> no no it's just like that That type of stuff is just you know like I'm, I'm always down for good technical wrestling and there's always aspects that make it like better or worse um, you know like Adding ladders, chairs, more traditional stuff. You know, even like a dog collar, chain match. You know that type of stuff. But you know, um, Buff Bagwell, mom on a
0: bowl match
4: or death match, just isn't for me.
2: Oh, oh yeah, uh, a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Uh, it's yeah, funny. exactly. You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned Buff Bagwell. He's a he's a really good friend of mine. And uh his uh his mom is uh, is a good friend of the shows and uh, they listen sometimes but uh now I'll ask Claude the same question. Is there uh, any kind of match that you like to promote and any kind of match that you will not promote?
3: Um I don't know. You know, uh, I, I don't promote any matches. I mean, if they the guys, like, I've got this guys on BW and whatever, they're wanting to do hardcore, I will. And I know Mitch is not a hardcore guy, but I do have some stuff in store for him, like for cage match and ladder match and stuff, you know, because I am bringing some guys that um uh, high flyers and technical. That's going to be great for him. Um, you know, otherwise, no, I do Something happened. I guess I'm open to any kind of matches. Uh, that's my ID because there's all kind of guys that's waiting to do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? There's some guys they, I know guys they won't do tag teams. You know they just want to be singles. Or I know guys they they don't want to do singles. They just want to do tags. And you know so there's everything. I just have to promote accordingly to what the guys they want to do. You know what I mean? So.
2: You know uh mitch, and I don't know how you feel about this, but you know um and it may be it may be a long wise of a match you won't do, but uh you know maybe like a like an Iron Man match or last man standing match, I think you'd be awesome in one of those
4: i you know uh from from years of freestyle wrestling and and tournaments and stuff like that, competing in grappling, you know, I put my cardio against anyone else's in terms of iron man match i can do an hour i have no issues with that um you know i i put you know same thing with last man standing match you know you I put my heart against anyone else's i'm not scared um and
3: i won't quit oh i've got so, some stuff uh, coming for that yeah
2: so uh so you know in um you know, uh, submission matches would, would, are, are always awesome too. You know, like, uh, uh, I, I think that'd be, I, I think that'd be cool, uh, to see you in those. I mean, like I say, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to try and get you booked in any uh, matches that you don't want to do, but I, uh, uh, I think that'd be cool. But, uh, Mitch, I know that uh, you got to go. I know you got uh, some training to do, but, uh, I do appreciate uh, you joining us and uh, hopefully uh, we can get you back on again.
4: No, I'd love to be on again. You know, I really appreciate the opportunity and I'll make sure I send some stuff down your way. And I just want to say thank you to Claude as well for, you know, putting faith in me and BAW. And, you know, hopefully uh, I can continue to keep impressing him and hopefully we keep having bigger and bigger matches.
3: Oh, yeah, we will. No, no, you're doing great, Mitch. I mean, you're doing great, buddy. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where gets you going? That's for sure. Th-
2: thanks for joining us, Mitch. We appreciate it.
4: Thank you so much for having me. You have a great night. Thanks, Mitch. Have a good thanks night. Thanks for but being awesome. on. Yeah, thank you for having uh, me. You well, have a good I'll night, look. everyone. We
2: got, yeah, we got about uh, 13 minutes left the show. Uh, Claude, can you hang on with us?
3: Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So, um, you'll be, you be safe,
2: Mitch. Awesome. So, um, okay. So let's see. Uh, usually, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of some questions I haven't asked you that don't make sound uh, redundant, but, um, um, what, uh, well, let me ask you this. Where do you see, uh, your organization, uh, going in the next, uh, uh, next couple of years. What, what do you want to well, see I, uh,
3: your, your organization do? Well, I want to see, like, to bring some of the biggest names, like, uh, around, you know. I, I want to travel Canada and space, you know. I want to go around and, you know, uh, I want to – I know I have a TV deal right now, but it's not like a full-time, but I would like to have a full – the TV deal, like, um, Stampede Wrestling used to have and stuff in Canada, and there was one in Montreal, so that'd be my goal, to have a TV deal and have a TV show every Saturday, you know what I mean? Tape on a Friday and a show on Saturday or something, and, you know, and, and get the many live shows and, and things from there. Uh,
2: you know, that's, uh, that's kind of cool, uh, now, so, uh, would you wanna would you wanna like uh get on Canadian T V or like do something like on Fight T V or something like on like Roku or something?
3: Yeah, that's what and right now the one I have is um uh, it's on Southdale here, like it's a T V for Saskatchewan right now. Uh but I would like to get uh like because I'm too new I, I call the Fight Network but I'm too I'm too new right now. They want to see what I could do first. They want to wait a year and then maybe they could produce a, a weekly show, eh? So and go from there. I'm just waiting to like to get going because uh, 2020 kind of killed my uh, first year, you know, to really show what I have. And uh, That kind of killed me quite a bit. So, you know, so I'll just have to and, wait. And, uh, you
2: know, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's sad that all this is going on, but, uh, uh, yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, things will, things will rebound, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, we'll come through this better than we were, uh, beforehand, you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, like what happened, uh, you know, uh, on September 11th, you know, uh, things change, but they change for the better. Hopefully with this COVID thing, hopefully it'll never, ever come again, but, um, uh, you know, it's uh, you know I, I think it'll uh, things will change for the better, and we can only
3: hope on that. Well, yeah, I hope it changes. Like you should change for the better. I mean, you cannot get any worse now. I mean, geez, we are we are really down, so it can only go up from here. And you know, I had to, I had some big plans for 2020, and it didn't work out. So now I have I'm going to carry over in 2021. It's just a matter. Of, to start, you know, and and get going. So you know, and uh, you know, I have I I got have a good champions, and I need to push these guys and promote them as much as I can to get the show going. And you know, and more, prove that these guys they you can push them right to their limits. And like Mitch, in Iron Man match. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I don't know who could keep up with them. This guy is he's got great stamina. It's not even funny, you know. So. When they first done, my like 20-minute match, like, uh, the four-way, I mean, geez, this guy says uh, he was ready to keep going again. The match was over, and it was, he wanted to keep going, you know? So that's how uh, much uh, stamina they got, eh? So all those guys, that wanted to keep going. We had to let them know him, and your time's up. So, you know, otherwise, these guys would have kept going for three hours, for good sake, you know? So, that's all on my show shoulders, so you know.
2: Now, do you have a, a particular uh, match that you like uh, to part- partake in? Pardon me? Do you have a particular match that you like to uh, uh, like to do, or would like to do, or have
3: done? Like for myself, for myself, or for my wrestlers? Oh, for me. Oh, yeah. I would like to do I never done a cage, so I would like to to do a cage match. I never done one, eh? So so I would like to to do a cage match. You know, myself and I done I never done an Iron Man either, but I did the last man standing and stuff like that and I done hardcore and I mean I got scarf to prove it. Uh but um you know, I would like to do a cage match. I never done one. I do have a cage so I go in it once in a while but there's nobody with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so.
2: Now is it uh is it uh is it an enclosed cage or an open cage?
3: No, it's an open cage. Like the old style uh, cage you put around the the ring there, you know. Like in oh, the old, old Big leaf. blue? Yeah.
2: I think yeah, that's what they called it
3: back in the day, big blue. It, yeah, big blue. That's just for uh, like, you just go four side that's there's traditional top, and it's only, that one is, oh, this is my cage, nine feet? Yeah, I think it's nine feet. So, you know, it's just, it's, you know, the old-style cage. It's not uh, nothing, nothing with the top like uh, Vince McMahon or whatever, you know, it's just got the old-style gear kind of strapped to the poles, and there you go, hopefully it's not coming apart, you know, so.
2: So, so basically, you would never do a, uh, so you would never have, like, hell in the cell then?
3: No, I don't have a cage for hell in the cell. No, I could do hell in the cell, but it won't be like you know, there won't be any tops on it, whatever. And probably has more weapons and stuff like that. But that's what it's you know. So. Now, like, you, hang you some, have. Uh, so you hang some weapons on the outside or inside or something. So. Do you,
2: now? Do you uh, do you know uh, or um, are aware of any matches that you've had in the past that might be uh, out on the internet floating
3: somewhere? Ooh. I have to check. It might be. I know I did the, um, the last one I did years back was with a boxer, like a wrestler versus a boxer that I've done. Uh, I think it might be one on YouTube. So,
2: like, you know, like, uh, like if, someone, uh, if someone tells you that they, they see you at a show and they say, uh, hey, I saw you at match on YouTube, would you be like, there's a match for me on YouTube?
3: <laughs> well, yeah there's, yeah, there's a match for me on YouTube? Yeah, because, you know, my, like, you know, so like now if everything is on YouTube. I know i done an interview a long time ago here uh, in my days when I uh, retired for a bit, and I didn't even realize the, the damn thing is on YouTube, you know. So somebody told me, said, you, you got an interview on YouTube. Oh, okay, there you go. So, I didn't know And that. you're
2: like, geez, <laughs> I, I got to go check that out. Uh, you know, uh, find out who posted, uh, have them uh, give me my talents
3: fee that <laughs> I never got yeah.
2: back in the day.
3: Well, yeah, no, I know the post that the guy who did the interview. He's, uh, he's actually my ring announcer. I mean, yeah, he's the guy, like, he used to work for a, a TV place. So, so he's the one. But I didn't realize it was on YouTube. So, you know, it was there. Now, but he's been funny for the longest this, time. But...
2: Uh, now do you uh how many shows uh, have you guys ha- have you done with your company to to date just the one just the one now
3: uh just that one because everything you... got cancelled I had the seven show booked, but obviously everything got cancelled
2: <clears throat> uh did you uh now uh did uh, you guys obviously filmed that show correct for me you you guys filmed that show correct
3: Oh yeah just uh, just uh, like like on there's a few uh things on BW for um from that card yeah there is a few things there
2: Now uh do you uh do you guys have like the full setup do you have like uh commentators uh referees ring announcers pyrotechnics Do you have all the bells and whistles
3: Uh, no no I don't have all the whistles no I'm good in getting... In that stuff, so I'm um, trying to find people that could help me out with it. I mean, I'm trying to find somebody that could put a music on. Uh, like when you open my uh, Facebook page, BW, there's the uh, the BW music comes on. I still don't know how to do that. So no, uh, no, I do have a ring announcer. I don't have pyro. I do have turns, music, uh, lights, but um, no, I don't have everything. You know, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not that good with uh, that uh, social stuff, you know, I'm an old guy. I'm like granny, so I'm learning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, so when you, uh, when you, uh, do get uh, back uh, up and running and you go, you guys full bore, uh, now do you, uh, you know, you mentioned a little, a little bit ago that, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago that, uh, you know, you don't want to just throw a card together, but, uh, uh, the card that you uh, do uh, want to set up—are you like, uh, like, kind of like planning at now? Like, who you'd have in matches and stuff, uh, so that when things do open up, you'll be ready to go.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm really started signing my first card right now. I already—I'm not really talking to a few talents already, and I got guys from Quebec, uh, in the states, and Mexico City. To contact me, so yeah, so far I've uh, like I can of uh, I don't want to put something big, but I think I'm only gonna have an eight, uh, eight cards, um, eight bouts, you know, and, and um, on the shoulder. And you know, but I have many talents, like I'll do tag team triples and titles and stuff like that. And so, I'm working on that right now. I'm working on a guy for a Mitch. Because I don't know, like I've got a couple of options with Mitch for for guys it's just in case one can't show up at least I haven't a a backup i'm i I work on backups too, just in case you never know me, so somebody might have got hurt the night before and this or whatever, so I'm just working on it. I'm already started planning my for my champions already, so
2: so uh so uh for one of your for one of your shows uh if uh when fans go out there uh do you uh do you um and I suppose it'll depend on what the venue is, but uh how many uh how many seats would you uh want to sell and uh do you have like set ticket prices like uh like the first ringside side and a couple rows are like twenty bucks and then the next few rows fifteen bucks and then back and back. Do you do you have like different uh um Well yeah, and,
3: like the tickets in advance are a little bit cheaper. I thought the tickets in advance could be you know, um vips and whatever vips you get in first you meet the the wrestlers and after that like advanced tickets you come in and you buy your tickets in advance and uh, because they're a little bit more at the door um you know um uh, what was the other question now? uh
2: like uh how long are gonna be uh uh show oh the what, on I, like oh course.
3: I'm I'm hoping to have a like I'm trying to get a, like at least two hundred people in there, you know, so to make it worth it, eh? So that's what I'm trying to do. But I know the last show there we went allowed a hundred a hundred people then I had set up a hundred chairs, you know, so Right. But if I you and know, I'll, if I I'll tell you have, what I'll
2: put this uh, I'll put this out here for you When you're uh when you have your show, uh I want you to contact me and uh what I will do is I will uh we will promote the hell out of your show for you. We'll give you all well, the we- advertising you want. We'll we'll even get more wrestlers on. We'll
3: do we'll do all that stuff for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Mean, yeah, I think- no, we're working and it seems like it, like we just win I'm just waiting for the government know anyway, it they got to say win. This okay, this is gonna be allowed on those dates and whatever. This is when because right now I called everywhere. Nobody wants to rent a home. Nobody's said no, I'm not taking no money, you know. So And, and I go from there. Wanna,
2: I guess I can I, I guess I can understand that the whole you know, the whole thing, but uh here yeah. here's the thing. I, I know that uh when uh, you do get uh, your shows running and go on, uh, you'll be better than ever and we know that. And, yeah. uh, like I say, we want to, uh, we want to be your promoter and, uh, and I do want to stay in contact with you. I would like to have you, uh, bring your show down here. I think that, I think that would be great. I can get a lot of people,
3: uh, um, Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I said, like, uh, my guys are asking me all the time, are we going to go in the States? Well, I need to start Canada first and you know, let's get some show going I need to get some talents going, you know? So not everybody awesome. wants to go, but I mean we need to I need to get it going in in Saskatchewan or Alberta and Canada to get it going to get a talent and hey man, we're going in the States, so there you go you know and go from there and uh
2: the the other thing is i can uh definitely get
3: get you guys uh
2: hooked up with uh a great uh hotel down here that I work at uh we can get mm-hmm. the rest of stay there at a at a uh
3: a great rate it'll be awesome mhm. Well yeah, that's the thing, yeah, because we need room because it like just said we bring let's say fifteen guys to fifteen, sixteen and whatever, you know, you have to bring a raft. you have to bring this, you know, so and you get, but you got all the music stuff, you know, the the um, the, the sound, so, so we don't have to bring now but I still have to bring the ring and stuff, you know, we have to travel and and stuff, and eh, So
2: well, well, the thing is, that's the other thing. I might be able to work on getting the ring, too, for you uh, as well. So, uh, you know, uh, like I say, we'll coordinate. We'll get everything uh, worked out. I think it'll be great if we could, uh, you know, we can be partners uh, in that, you know.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, if you I, get the ring, yeah, if you get a ring, yeah, That that that's save on cost, Dave, eh? because uh, traveling with the ring and everything, that's that's the big deal. That's the, the money thing, eh? So that's what costs the most, eh, because... I, I got a truck, and, you know, that's uh, with the equipment, it's all in there. So that's a lot of money, you know. So if somebody's well, yeah, got yeah. a ring, a lot of it's doing that, uh, that'd be perfect, you know. So yeah, I mean save cool a lot of money from like, bringing a ring. Uh, you
2: know, you bring the wrestlers, and uh, we could uh, do, like, a cross promotion, like your company and, pump and may I, I'll, I'll We'll get all that worked out. I'll talk to those guys. Oh, and yeah. We'll work things out for you. And we'll do whatever we can because uh, we want you to – uh, we want you guys to succeed. We want you to get back, pull more, and run and going. But uh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, we got a, we got about sixty seconds before the show was done here. Yep. Uh, we do thank you for joining us tonight. You're awesome, and uh, I'm going to be in contact with you, and then uh, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, things hooked up with the Puff Manny
3: guys. We'll coordinate and we'll make things happen. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate it. That was nice, and um, thanks, Granny. You're welcome. Is she gone? Oh, I thought she no, was. No, thought already. no, she's
1: here.
3: But because, you know, she's old, so I thought she was in bed already, you know. I think it's probably no, late down there. You know, no, so.
1: no, no.
3: I don't go no. to bed oh, okay. until
1: after the show's over.
3: <laughs> oh, you never yeah. know because you were quiet there. So I figured you're in bed already with your cane and, you know. So no,
1: no, no. I just, i I do my thing, and then I just kind of sit and listen to the rest of the show, and I pop in occasionally now and then, so.
3: Oh, there you go. So that's the way to do it. You know, that's what I was doing earlier, so just listen, so, you know. Okay, yeah, no, next time I'll try to see if I could get Vince on. I mean, this guy, uh, the the Viking Lord, he's a great guy to talk to, and, you know, he's got a lot of experience, too, so it would have been a great and guy then, to have uh, on. So it's just too so bad it didn't work out.
2: And then also, if you could uh, bring your... uh Bring your uh female champion with uh, your ladies champion too, I'd like to talk
3: to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just uh, couldn't make it, uh Sam. She just could uh couldn't make it and so but next time I'll get the different uh, different people on, me. Eh? So you know Yeah, I'll, I'll see if on. I
2: can uh, add another uh another gal that puts a restraining on me. I think that'd be great. I'm trying to go for a world's record
3: with that. But Oh there uh, you go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think awesome. You have a couple well, I'll tell you to what. Come on.
2: Uh, we're, get, we're getting we're getting the signal to close on out here, so we appreciate okay. uh, you being on with us. And uh, everybody, uh, look on our uh, Facebook page for what's going to our next week. And uh, with that being said, uh, we'll see you all next week. And you guys all be safe until then. Wear your mask. Be safe. Uh, join us next week,
1: same time, same channel.
2: You've got it now